0: What's going on, Nick Nation? Welcome to the Return of the Knicks podcast. I am your host, BxForce Jedi Kev. What's going on? You know what we're what, so. What do you want to talk about? Of course, we're talking about the New York Knicks making an announcement that they have parted ways, mutually agreed to parting ways with Scott Perry. Scott Perry and the New York Knicks are no longer together in business. He will be moving on when his contract expires in the summer. It could be any after the NBA Finals. I don't know exactly the right date, but it's interesting to see that he asked for or agreed to pu- mutually part ways. That when, as well as the Golden State Warriors, Myers asked to be uh, resigned or no longer part of that front office. So Bob Myers is out for this for the. Golden State Warriors as Scott Perry is out for the New York Knicks. Interesting, interesting, interesting. We all know Scott Perry was the New York Knicks general manager. He Came aboard in the summer of 2017. We saw that turmoil what we had with Phil Jackson, Steve Mills, and you know what? I'm, I'm gonna I'm looking at my notes here for Scott Perry. You know the Detroit native, the 59 year old Detroit native. As soon as he came in the door, he shedded. Traded away Carmelo Anthony. Got us under the cap there. Was able to make that trade to Oklahoma City. One for Enix Cantor. Doug McDermott. We got that second round pick that turned into Mitchell Robinson. Um, could you say a little bit of luck? Maybe, maybe not. But he, he may able to also move Christos Porzingis. Don't forget. Or able them to have money free up to sign Julius Randle in that summer. So that was a big um, feather in perry's cap allowing for judas randall to be part of the organization under under mr perry um we all know that we have let me look at all his acolytes as i read through here um you could tell that we were in the postseason two years under his regime remember it was the knicks organization was a little bit of a firestorm to be more under scott perry um what phil jackson uh you know Steve Mills excuse me not Scott Perry Steve Mills but he was the general manager that brought an adult to the room you could say you know a lot of executives or people around the league didn't want to deal with Steve Mills Scott Perry more of course we know he was an executive with the Orlando Magics here living in Florida in Orlando personally knowing what he was part of the Magics also when the Kings part of the you know he did see players like the Fox Come in, and, and he had that. He has that little bit of eye of good talent. Um, as a talent violent as a general manager, those are his one of his big moves. That's cap space for Julius moving Kristaps Porzingis wasn't a, at the moment. You could say was it a no brainer? Maybe, maybe not. But man, that was a big gamble to take your franchise piece that wasn't happy though but just moved them there um and also Tim Hardaway Jr. what we got back in return and the cap space was the most important of all for that summer we all know that how we're supposed to go we all thought it was going to be and we all thought it was going to be you know people players that kind of derailed the Brooklyn Nets franchise but good thing you know in a way it's a good thing we got Julius Randle because steve mills regardless is a two-time all-star most improved player of the league um bringing him in here also you know the hiring of course leon rose comes in as an executive and of course they kept them on for the transition you know, they transitioned over. They kept some uh, general, you know, he did have some good basketball contacts with or, or, or Worldwide West. They looked like they all got along there. But we kind of knew it was a transitional move until they had the footing of the franchise underneath. And also, if you're James Dolan, you wanted to keep him, uh, Mills, he, uh, uh, Scott Perry, here under Leon Rose in Case Rose. We didn't know what Rose was coming into as an executive coming. Never done this before as a team president now. Um, a lot of names out there. Bob Meyer is the number one name that everyone's gonna talk about as his replacement. I don't know if Myers will wanna work under Leon Rose. Now if you're telling me that he's gonna be the team president Myers and, and a higher of authority, I could see that, but I don't think the Knicks will do that. That's like They right now they're they have a look like they have a game plan they look like a plan that they want to execute here in their front office with the stability first and foremost they have bought stability regardless of the fact that they haven't landed a big free agent yet or bought us that big star that they've been promising or dangling as a carrot to us um regardless of us uh, we could go back and forth and have that conversation um if they if leon rose is just dangling a carrot or a little bit away over his head but under this regime um, they have been to the playoffs twice. You know, they've been to the playoffs twice, Coach Tibodeau. Of course, they have stability in coaching. Remember, they were a, a revolving door of incompetent coaching, incompetent system being implemented. My God, the triangle. But at the end of the day, it's all about talent. And currently, what we see are our Knicks, we have talent gathering by either the front office, collaborating together. Also, you know, of course you got Brock Holler. You've you've got a lot of with the cap, we you have a lot of good men in that room, adults, basketball minds. If you're Dolan and the Knicks, you have to make that call out to Bob Meyer. And not to and it's not to play and hopefully it's not a power play where Bob Meyer comes in where you try to weasel and remove a Leon Rose. I'm not looking for that dissension either. um If there's a dissension where I, I got to run the whole show and move Leon out, then you know what—that's not a. Then you know what? Don't go an avenue because we've been taking a stigma out of being inconsistent, or toxic, or front office clowns. If Bob Meyer works in collaboration with worldwide wrestling and Everyone that's in place with Leon Rose, Coach Thibodeau, you know, you can have your ask. You ask the questions. You ask the questions here. If you want to throw them a little more money, a couple more million than above and beyond any other NBA basketball team to be the general manager, you know what? Money talks, ego walks. Um, you put that, throw that money there. You do still need guys who have basketball relationship, who could who has worked with the talent. Leon Rose is, a, is an agent. I know World Wide West has been, you know, back channels and and reach arounds and, and all that other nonsense. And of course we haven't landed. And I'm and I kudos. I give them a a a pat on the back for not giving in and caving into Utah and Danny Ainge's request last summer. You know, he wanted the farm. To bring in a Donovan Mitchell, would Donovan Mitchell look great in the New York uniform? Absolutely. Alongside Jalen Brunson, what we saw, what we have seen this postseason and this season from Jalen Brunson, and even Donovan Mitchell, the season he had for Cleveland, you you, you know, imagine replicating that both on this team along with our Julius Randle. You know, you would you're thinking about you know Julius Randle or average twenty five and ten, regardless if we dislike him or, or myself, you could say you know if he's a headache or not. Um, you know that's another podcast, another day, and I've done it already. That podcast. My point is they didn't get fleece. And maybe some, some of these general managers are around the league there don't have the respect on it. Leon Rose's name. You know, but but Scott Perry did have that name on respect. But maybe they feel like he's not in control or wasn't in wasn't they had the goal to pull that move, you know. I think I think Scott Perry's strength is to move move the superstar player for assets and building block. He did it in Orlando for the Dwight Howard move, you know, for into into Los Angeles. We, well, of course, he moved Porzingis. He moved Melo. Got some clicks here. Got some good pieces. Nothing transcending for the franchise yet. Although you could say Julius Randle has helped transcend the the, the franchise. And you could say you could say whatever you want to say back and forth that Julius Randle was a consolation pickup because we all want you know the Knicks were supposed to get Kevin Durant, Zion Williamson, and maybe Kyrie Irving, and it didn't happen that way. But if you got what we got from Julius Randle, player who comes in and brings his brings his lunch pail and brings his hard hat and goes to work, regardless of we. You know, we have the warts with him, whatever the case is. But he comes to play, and he brought in a player that bought, a, bought some Nick Pride back. So I got to give Scott Perry his flowers and his kudos there. Who could be possible replacement for for the Knicks here? You know, they they bought Gunnison sign Remember, he was the president of former president of the Minnesota Timberwolves. He's in the organization. He might be a candidate for the for the general manager position. You you know, you have him in the building. Of course, we talked about Bob Myers from Golden State Warriors Championship. Builder um, knows connection there, knows that organization, that players and knows the players around the league. I personally I don't know. I remember say it might be a pipe dream. Maybe maybe Myers waits a year here, um and thus T V waits out. Maybe he does want the Nick job, but he wants the whole control of the whole enchilada. He wants to see how this season for the Knicks pan out. If the impatient Dolan makes a move where he wants to scrap the front office and he says enough for Leon Rose and bring in Bob Myers and Myers, but then we're doing all overhaul again. Do you really want that, Nick fans? I mean, you know, as much as we complain about our coach, Tom Thibodeau, Leon Rose, and not bringing a superstar, but they are giving us an exciting, they are giving us exciting basketball, you know, after being 20 plus years, you know, since 1999, just making the postseason, you know, in a handful of time, was four or five times since 2002, since 2000. It's not, it's, you know, you, you, you want to have your team in it in May, in, in, you know, in early spring, you want to know if there's hope. An opportunity to play in these post-seasons, not just saying, oh, well, they're going fishing after 82 games. They, they have bought this here. They have gotten smart players. They have shown us the ability to draft well in the later rounds. There's something building there. Now, is it a, as our, our accelerated pace as Knicks fans? No, I'll be honest with you, it's not. I would have loved to see that number seven pick. Um and of course I love Obi Toppin. I do love Obi Toppin. Everyone knows that Obi Toppin is one of my favorite players, basketball players. But when you pick in that lottery, you got to get a player that that helps you transcend. And and I love Toppin, but he has not helped transcend. Now we, we, of course we like I said we could have a podcast if it's Randall's fault. You know the the the. The plan, game plan, was moving, trading Julius Randall for and having Obi Toppin slide in, but then Randall went above and beyond expectation. We we know that already, but you want to stick to a plan. And if you're drafting there, Hollaburn would have been a player. Um, and and you know what, hindsight is twenty twenty because I didn't, I was fine with the Toppin move. I thought Toppin was going to eventually be Randall's replacement. I I understood and I and I. And, who, you know, as a fan, I understood the move. And I was like, you know what? i, I get it. I, I'm with it. You know, one thing that behooved this franchise was a point guard. Now we have Jalen Brunson. They went in and addressed that. They they went. They gave us that we're here season under Scott Perry and Leon Rose. And, and and it showed us that they could collaborate and do good things as an organization moving step forward. You know, um, i give you his uh, as a general manager. His records 130 163 games, one and 225 losses under the Knicks general manager. I know we had some really nasty years that 17 and 65 year. Yeah, uh, landed as RJ Barrett, the 21 and 49. And then, of course, when we bring in Tom Thibodeau, 41 and 31. Last year's 37 and 45. A little bit of a hiccup there. And understand what Perry and, and the front office try to do. They wanted to get shooters with Evan Fournier. They got they got us the shooter that we needed that we saw in Atlanta. Um eight shot well, but Kemba Walker didn't pan out. And I understood the move um for Kemba bringing in that point guard. I know there were some issues, but you were trying to hit a grand slam with with a with a contact hitter. And and it just didn't work out for the Knicks. We we know that we know we seen we 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 lived the film. We lived the movie. Um, but then this bounce back getting a but getting that Jalen Rose, regardless if it was Leon Rose, back channel, worldwide west with his reach arounds, whoever it was. Um, but it was collaborated as a group. They win together, they lose together. So I you know, getting them in there that they seem to kind of collaborate and work. Now, who would you think will replace him? Of course, we just mentioned two of the candidates. Don't be surprised if we could elevate Tom Thibodeau as a general manager you could you know as as us fan base we want and we know what's tom thibodeau ceiling as a head coach wouldn't be surprised if they if they go there if the brad stevens route where tom thibodeau gets elevated off the bench you get johnny bryan in here um and and let johnny bryan run the team you could go that route you know totally uh you know left field or, or catches everyone by surprise like tom thibodeau he has done the presidency role and tom thibodeau is still a scout of a good of good talent as well, he knows talented players. He's a base basketball lifer. You know, maybe you could transition him out there and he doesn't have to go out in that negative way where his expiration date on the court and we don't and we're not calling for his head as just move him up to the front office as a general manager and you could bring in bring in and elevate Johnny Bryan as a head coach. That's another option. Um I don't know if they will bring him as a general manager, but as a general manager and, and front office guy, Doc Rivers you know he's great great friends with tom thibodeau i don't think tom thibodeau will have any ego um there we're bringing bringing in a doc rivers as a general manager into the front office they work together they pretty much run the almost the same basketball scheme basketball play there maybe that also helps facilitate any other players in the 76ers maybe joel and bead might ask out you know that's a whole other conversation a whole other video with you know who could possibly be landing trade all that stuff but you could, that's another option. A doc Rivers, um, personally, I just want a good basketball man who knows the league, who knows players, who's, who's also a person who knows how to close the deal. Oh, you know, always closing. I want someone that knows how to close the deal, get on the phone, make the right calls and, and give an offer that they can't refuse. You know, I need a general manager with those kind of, um, persuasion. And, and characteristics to go forward it's interesting to see because the knicks got a lot of decisions to make this summer um they of course of course you know the josh hart decision the very first one um i know that the, the, the there is no draft pick yet you know we have we traded away our draft pick in the Hart deal but we also the dallas pick did not convey they also could buy back in or come back trade back in to the late rounds of the first of the first round of the of the NBA draft you know personally I think I've been saying before um, to help cat relief a team like the Los Angeles Lakers at three to four million dollars they could actually move a uh, contract and get back and get a late draft pick in and come in maybe there's a player that they like defensively or 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 a pure shooter that they could want to come back into the draft and, and late in the draft that's fallen and maybe they're high on the board on the Knicks board. They'll make a move there to get back. You know, again, the Lakers is the perfect perfect um, dance partner in the late picks there. Also due to the fact that they need cat relief money, they have to make decisions signing Austin Reeves and other players on their roster. You make that deal there, or even take some contract, take a player. You know, maybe they resign a Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt something there where the Knicks make inch makes sense to come back into that first round first round to get a pick they want you know you need a general manager in place and I know they have the right you know they have smart guys there um ball parent and 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 others on that organization with with Leon Rose, you still need the basketball guy I know Tom Thibodeau they'll rely heavily on Tom Thibodeau there but Tom Thibodeau could sometimes have a blinder he might be just thinking of defensive players who's going to defend and rebound but sometimes they want to look sometimes a little bit outside the box. And maybe some uh, scout or another a general manager says, you know what? I see an intangible that maybe Thibodeau doesn't see certain intangible. Sometimes it's always good to have a different point of view. Because the more eyes you have around you, around your surroundings, the more you're aware of what's going on. So it'd be interesting to see if they get it called. They announce a general manager before the NBA draft comes in. Also before free agency. You want to do all this in, in a swift way. I don't know if there will upstage the nba finals with their conference of getting a general manager in place you know i know they have until june 1st before the first game of the finals gets tipped off um and usually a lot of the leagues do not like their coaching or any in or any in, in, i know major league baseball doesn't like that either um they want to wait to not upstage their finals the nba finals or or, or manager league baseball world series etc so i wanted to see if they will make an announcement of anyone in mind for general manager so maybe those are for now, Those are me personally those candidates didn't um that i think of thinking of elevating tom Thibodeau. um you got rosa in the building the former timberwolves general president of basketball organization or, um, for the timberwolves you also have bob meyer out there and doc rivers you know don't don't show short on doc rivers former nick as well so he's been in the organization it'll be interesting to see if they will even tap him on the shoulders as a general manager so those are the candidates for for perry perry is out um bob meyer don't also but Bob meyer everyone around the league is saying it's a pipe dream you know it's like i don't know if they you know some folks said thought about if if he resigned. The Knicks' job is he's doing it for the Knicks' job. But man, it's hard to break stability if you have something. that... What break? Why try to fix something that's not broken? I'm not saying the Knicks are perfect as run organization, but they're not broken. They're doing things. They have a ton of draft picks. Maybe that's something exciting and 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 innovative for for a Bob Meyer. Get a lot of draft picks here. You know where some contracts that could be moved for me the 15.6 million on rose um but though also with that um, rj barrett he he has value gwandel i hate to say it has value mitchell robinson if that's something he's looking for maybe he has a different point of view and but then here's the thing that if you bring about myers is tom table a bob meyer head coach Remember, the general manager needs to have an input, an, in, uh, an extension of himself on the court of his style of, of what his style of basketball is. I don't know if they bring about Meyer. it be interesting to see. It's telling me that the, the clock on, on Tom Thibodeau is starting to tick. I think Leon Rose's clock just started with Perry out the door. I think he's on the clock. I'm not saying he's getting fired or getting chopped, but now the microscope um is starting to look towards him the magnifying glass is starting to look towards uh, uh the regime now and I hate to see that because I like stability you know one thing about that a uh, winning stability there in regardless of the fact you got to say that Leon Rose and company they're winning stability they're the, this is the most winning or the most hope that we've had in over 20 years think about it you know the that the we hear the, the 54 win Carmelo Anthony team Gave us a couple wins there, but there was no young ascending talent along that you built. And of course, we could we could sit here and say we could go and point fingers and have a debate about it. And and they didn't surround Melo with the right talent. And you're probably correct. But the point is they didn't they didn't execute. They went and got a, they made dumb moves with a Drea move. They made um funny moves that didn't make sense. This team, this current regime hasn't made that goofy. Nonsensical sense they and the, the one move you want to kill him for a campbell walker but that was rectified immediately they just dfa'd him they didn't play, They didn't just let him you know release gone they took a hit yes but they didn't cost them any cap money casualty or or make a move that will hamper like how Jaron vaniani gave up a first round pick for him and wasn't really good so I like what we that's what stability with and what they're showing us they know what they're doing we have to trust the process here but boy i wouldn't mind them get bringing Bob meyer in here seriously i wouldn't mind bob meyer um personally but we shall see there so thank you guys i just wanted to show a quick video here on scott perry being out giving you my thoughts there um when i think of scott perry i'm gonna think of him as, re, as a general manager that he turned things around he wasn't afraid of making the trade to remove a popular player and bringing in assets. He is an asset gatherer. He knows how to get the assets. He knows how to get that. He knows how to create cap space when you need it. Um, but one thing I'm not, I'm going, and I'm not going to give him too much flowers. He couldn't get the big, big superstar in here. He didn't close out the big superstar, but he knew how to get the team in the right direction to put him in a position to have cap space, picks, and also help them. Um, move players you know could you say a little bit of luck maybe maybe not because you mitchell robinson as as second round pick when he was picked and look at the what he's given the Knicks organization maybe there's some there's a knife. maybe he has does have a knife for talent along you know collaborating with his scouts and trusting his scouts and making the move you know moving christos porzingis when you you know it was uh it was a dumb move you had to because he didn't want to be here but what he did um looking forward his moves his move didn't. His moves opened up the doors for other good things. So, Scott Perry. If the Knicks were to win the world the NBA title in the next three years, he's gonna have he's, he has a he has a fingerprint on this. Um, I think he needs to get his crudos and, and flowers as well when they bring down the canyon of heroes. I think Scott Perry has to be. um Giving his flowers there. He has three, a three year window, my opinion. After that, there's all it's going to be all different players and this so forth and all. Um, also, he's also on the books for RJ Barrett draft, drafting RJ Barrett, part of, of course. Um, bringing getting those type of moves there, helping with the quickly move, moving Morris for that pick, so forth. So, pretty good moves there for to asset getter and Scott Perry. Um, I know wherever he goes, he's still a young man, 59 years old, so he'll be somewhere in some NBA office um, executive. So wish him the luck, and as a Nick fan, you know, I guess they say once a Nick, always a Nick. So, Mr. Scott Perry, uh, thank you for your services as a general manager of the Knicks. I know we could have we loved it to hoist the Larry O'Brien trophy and, or possibly even getting to the NBA Finals, but... You know what? On to the next one. So we'll see. I'll see you there when we know when we get here. The next general manager of the New York Knicks, we'll make another video. We continue making these videos from time to time. So, again, don't forget to hit that like button, share, and we'll see you. May the Knicks be with you on the Return of the Knicks podcast. Peace.